You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast, where I invite you to come along with me as we shape our own reality together. My intention is to bring out the magic in you. Now let's get started. Run away from the humdrum. We'll go to a place that is safe from greed, anger, and boredom. We'll dance and sing till sundown and feast with abandon. We'll sleep when the morning comes and we'll rise by the sound of the bird song. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about where we go from here. You break my legs, then make me walk. You seal my lips, then demand I talk. You blind my eyes, then ask me if I lie. What you draw, yeah, you do. You go around and around it, you go over and under, I go through. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Create What You Speak podcast. I'm really excited this week. Um, We are going to go in a totally different direction with this show. Um, It's time. I've been thinking about this for a while. I've been struggling with where to go with this and how to talk about it and uh, like what's next for this, right? Like things are just so different where I set out at the beginning of the year with this show and where we are now is uh, not even remotely close to the same place. So Today is the day that we go there. And what I mean by that is today is the day that I shift on in what I talk about. I shift in being more authentic of being myself. Uh, That was something that I um, set out to do at the beginning of the year. If you remember, my goal for the year was showing up and fully being myself. And I think for a while, maybe with the show, I've been you know, expecting others to do the heavy lifting when it comes to some of the things we're going to talk about. And I have been guided to shift that and go into a different direction. And so today is the day that we're going to do that. And I'm excited about it. Um, I'm doing things, like I said, differently. This this show today is called Where We Go From Here. It's part one. I don't know how many parts of this we'll have. Um, I, I'm going to try to keep these in manageable, uh, you know, time frames. So we're not, I don't really particularly like to do like 45 minutes to an hour long show. I know people are busy and it's easy to lose focus, you know, for that long. So I'm going to try to keep these manageable and we're going to see where this takes us. So, all right. So I'm just going to dig in because there's just so much today that I want to talk about. All right. So where do we go from here? One of the things that I have been struggling with recently with, with the show and, what to talk about and how to talk about is this this dilemma of balancing creating our real creating our own reality like you know like we've talked about for two years now creating a real a reality that is what we want right creating that uplifting or that that more joyful you know how we perceive or how we want things to be creating a reality like that so I've been struggling with balancing how to do that but also be aware of this global drama that is just screaming at us, right? It's been screaming at us for the past six months. It's not something we can ignore. It is absolutely not something we can ignore. And I think for a while, when this first started, I was thinking that I could. I was thinking I could look the other way. I was thinking it would go away. I was thinking it would change. I was thinking I didn't have to go there. Others were going there, like I said. So it wasn't up to me to to get into some of the details that we're going to talk about today. But um, I've changed my mind on that. And if you remember, I did a show uh, two episodes ago called Learning to Live Again. And the show was really about my realization of this more active 
approach to law of attraction versus the passive approach to law of attraction. And that's what I mean when I talk about, you know, this dilemma. What I'm talking about is that that segment or that lane of creating our reality that's uplifting and joyful and what we want in the middle of all this shit that's going on, right? So so with this active and passive law of attraction, I think my approach in the past had been more passive. Like that's how I was taught. That's what I was, you know, apparently ready for. That's where my evolution or my growth was, was in that more passive lane of law of attraction where it's more, um, you know, thinking positively and avoiding what we don't want to look at, right? Like avoiding what causes us the discomfort. And what I found with that, what came for me, what came up for me and continued to come up for me and I felt like wasn't working anymore for me was this this explanation that was around like more stuffing down your emotions, like looking away from things like I just said, right? Like we are at a point right now, we cannot look away, right? Looking away is just not an option right now. It's just too much happening, too much going on, too much in our face and looking away doesn't work. At least it doesn't for me. And I think with that more passive approach of looking away and stuffing down your emotions, um, you know, I felt like, and I've even talked about it on here, I felt like that a lot of times when I did have those emotions or I did feel things that weren't feeling good, right? Like they were just bad feelings or bad thoughts or whatever. Like I would punish myself or beat myself up with the law of attraction, right? I would would make myself feel like you're doing it wrong or, you know, I'd freak out about it. Right. And, and in that, it, it, there's so many things with that, right? There's this, this, this giving away of your power, um, that I think comes with that more passive approach. And I think also there was a lot of waiting in that, right? Like waiting on the universe to make it happen for me rather than stepping up in, in learning for me, learning for myself when it's time for me to take action, and I think also with this passive approach to law of attraction, it's more of this like, you know, it, it often comes back to assuming that control is outside of ourselves and that someone else is going to decide when we get to have something, right? It's that waiting on the universe kind of thing. And then that can lead us to just more waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm not saying anything is is bad or wrong about that, right? These teachers I've had over the years that have taught me, I, I think for me that this has been an evolution. It was a, it was the way it had to go for me in order to get where I'm at today. So I'm not trying to say that there's anything bad or wrong with that. What I'm talking about and what I wanted to explain today is how I'm changing and growing from that, right? I felt stagnant in that area for quite a while, and I recently came out of that. I recently feel like I've had a, a, you know, a more of an expansion in my own consciousness and my own growth. And part of that was figuring out this difference between active and passive law of attraction. And so I talked in the, and I'll link to the episode learning to live again in the show notes, but I talked about a little bit briefly about what active law of attraction is. And You know, I still think there's some things that coincide, right? I still think that there's, you know, it's this mindset, right? We're we're still, when we talk about active or passive, we're still in the mindset of calibrating or thinking about things the way we want them to go, right? We still want to focus on our stories. We want to tell stories that feel good, right? We want to decide to believe that things are working out for us. We want to decide to trust in the universe, right? We have nothing to lose, believing that everything is always working out for us, right? Like there's, so there's no real difference there. I, I think the big difference is in in thinking about law of attraction from more that active approach is that 
it's not reasonable or even feasible, especially now, to look away from what we don't like. It's just not possible. We're, we're not at a place in on this planet where that can happen and we can, you know, ignore it or pretend it's not there. That's just not where we are in human with humanity right now. And I think, you know, another big difference is, you know, if you think about law of attraction for more of that active way, that active um, stance with it, that it's okay to feel all the emotions, right? We can do that. We can, we have, we, it's okay to feel. That's, we don't need to stuff those down anymore. We don't need to pretend they're not there and ignore them when they really are. Um, that's, that, again, that's not feasible. That's not realistic. It's not reasonable anymore. And I talked about on, on the other episode about, uh, training that I took that was that teaches you how to do some of that it's called active path law of attraction he teaches you what to do with those emotions there's there's different practices I'm not going to get into for this episode because he really is the expert the person I took this from he is more of the expert in that area and he can teach you all that Um, a lot of it's free Um, I'll link to that also in the show notes but I I want to be really clear about that that it is okay to feel your emotions. <laughs> um, and if you're not feeling those or if you're not used to that, um, like I, it's been a little bit for me, um, that might be different for you, but I don't think it's different in a bad way. And I, I think the other difference between active and more passive law of attraction is it's, it comes down to, I think, deciding when to take action versus when to like let the universe sort it out, right? When to know that you've acted enough. And a really, really good question there is to ask yourself if you're making progress towards your goal or if you're just waiting. I think the progress towards the goal to me is the more active path and the just waiting all the time is the more passive path. And sometimes that progress towards your goal it doesn't necessarily mean you're beating down the door of the goal, right? It may be you're working on your mindset that day or you're working on, um, you know, doing something that's that's leading you there that is more, is not necessarily, like I'm saying, it's not like you're beating down the door of the goal every five seconds and, and exhausting it, right? There, there's a difference there. So I, I wanted to first talk start talking about that on the show today. I wanted to provide a little bit more clarity on that because that's been a big realization for me lately. And it's been a big part of what I'm going to continue to talk about today of this, this really like this dilemma for myself of how do I balance creating a reality, creating my own reality, knowing everything that I know. And and I still believe that, right? I still believe we create our own realities based on what we think. I, I, that, that has not changed for me, but the part I've been struggling with then is how do I balance that about being aware of everything that's happening in our world. And I don't think it's something that we can so much, you know, initially I thought, okay, I can maybe just get in and get out, right? Or dip in and dip out. And again, for me personally, that's just not working, right? That That's not working. And it's too, there's just too much. And um, so I asked myself the question, okay, so where do I go from here, right? Where do I go from here balancing these two things? So there's been so much going on behind the scenes for me um, over the past, you know, I don't know, three or four weeks with this as I've been working through this. I've been deciding how many to talk about this. How do I do I really go there with some of this stuff? Like I said, I, I've been leaving it up to others. And what I mean by others is just other podcasters, other people who talk about this like spiritual 
side of things and then, you know, the more logical type of things. And I feel like I've, you know, skimmed the surface on a lot of this stuff. I haven't really got in there where I wanted to go. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that, for, you know, fear, you know, what are people going to think? Like, do I really, am I somebody who can really talk about this? You know, all this kind of stuff, all this stupid shit that comes up this, that, that, are, that are lies. They're all, they're all lies. They're lies that we tell ourselves. They're lies I tell myself. And I decided enough's enough. Like I'm done. Like I'm 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 talking about these things in the way that I want to talk about them. And you know, the things that I talk about may not resonate with you fully, and that's fine. I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. I'm not here to try to to you know, tell you you should do this or do that. No, no. This how this is going to go from here on out is I'm the presenter of the information. And and I've always done it that way. Um, you know, if you remember in previous episodes I've, I've talked about take what resonates with you and leave the rest right and, and I still agree with that I still believe in that but this is going to change more to opening your eyes maybe to some things that maybe you weren't aware of or, or maybe you are aware of and you don't really know what you think about them or you know I don't know where we're all in a different place but Ultimately, what's going to come out of this is I'm going to present you with information. I'm going to tell you things. And it's your job. It's your job from this to question everything, not just with me, but everything, everything, everything. Question everything. Trust yourself and find your truth. Like that's my new motto for everything right now, like for for how I'm going to handle the show, for how I'm going to talk to, you know, the things I'm going to talk about on the show, the things I'm going to remind you of throughout the show is this is it's question everything. Trust yourself and find your truth. Okay, so so that background in the active and passive law of attraction was kind of the primer for this. And then really, again, talking about that dilemma of creating our own reality the reality that we want and balancing what is happening globally in the world and what's been screaming at us. <laughs> so, okay. So from there, okay. So we, we're, we're moving on to talking about the what's going on in the world side of things right now for a second. And what I've been feeling and what I've been thinking and trying to process was even from the beginning of all this, from the shutdowns, from the, the lockdowns, from the, um, you know, the, the numbers being reported and the, the scare tactics and the, the mask and the no mask and all this, you know, all this going on, like something epic is in progress here, right? There's something epic for humanity and process like this. We all know this isn't normal, right? None of us have ever lived through this. There, there's no, um, guidelines for this, right? Most of us don't feel equipped to handle this i think we've been through all of us through the the range of emotions the up and down the sometimes in a matter of minutes right of of, of all of this and as i've been thinking about this i'm like you know we, we've got kind of two sides to this we have the side of what we see of things happening right so the things that we see when we turn on the the whatever however it is that you get information i'm not even gonna call it news anymore because it's it's not that to me in most cases, but however you obtain information, we have like that side of things that are happening, right? We have things we see like um, the obvious, right? The riots, the domestic terrorists that are happening, right? In a lot of cities throughout the, the U.S. and throughout the world. We have the, the massive amount of censorship that's going on. I mean, censorship and the, I mean, I think we would all think that we're free, 
right? We would have probably thought before this that we're free. But when we start to look at some of these things that are happening, you know, and especially when it comes to censorship, if you don't agree with the message being censored, it doesn't matter. The fact that people are being censored for saying things that they believe about health, about um, you know, the world in general, and, and those are things are getting censored. And, and these are big names, right? These are big names getting censored. Like that should cause everyone pause, right? And to start asking questions like, why? why? Why is this happening? What's the agenda? Why would somebody do that, right? Why? That's why would that happen? Okay, then we go on to things like defunding the police. We, we see wildfires being set in California and Oregon and Seattle. We have a, massive lockdowns continuing. If you've seen anything about Australia and the, the, just the, the policing and the people, the lockdowns happening there, the people getting pulled out of their cars, people getting arrested for posting peaceful protest information on Facebook, right? Like, like that's happening. Then we have, the, again, the whole mask scam that I could talk for hours about, about forcing people to wear masks, even though it's, it's proven it doesn't work. There's, there's way more information to refute this than to actually say that it's, you know, helping anybody. Then we have the, um, well, let's talk about the virus and the numbers, right? Like, I'm not saying that the virus is fake, but what I am saying is that the, the, the way it's presented, the way the, the epic global shutdown that we experienced because of this for numbers that the CDC later came out to, you know, report that, was not what they originally said. Roughly 9,000 people died strictly just from the virus. The rest that died had other pre-existing conditions. And I'm not downplaying any deaths in that way. I'm not doing that at all. But what I'm saying is the numbers were never right from the beginning. The numbers were always misrepresented when they were presented. And all it was done, all, all it was done was, was to incite fear, right? To incite fear into people. And then we have on top of all of this, we've had the, the, the forced isolation that we've all been through. I've talked about my struggles with that on this show repeatedly, and I'm sure many of you felt the same, right? What we're going through with that. And then if we look at the, the child trafficking piece of things, the pedophilia that's coming out. I mean, this is things that have been around for a while. And if this, if this is news to you, if this is new, I understand this can be extremely hard to take. It was for me as I started digging into this, but this is, this is what's happening and and this is this is real and it's not pretty to think about or look at but it doesn't this is an again an example that we can't keep turning away from these things that we don't like we're we're at the point now where we have to address these things and then if you think about what hap what what the mainstream the the um the corporate media presents to us right if if we start to look at this there's if you really take a look and what is actually happening, happening, I mean, we really have one narrative, right? But every single news outlet is pretty much one narrative and it's the same narrative. Everyone gives the same narrative for the most part. You may have some rogue, uh, you know, affiliates here and there who get off topic, but don't you wonder why they all do that? Don't you wonder why everyone is asking or is saying the same things, ridiculing the same people, trying to, you know, cancel people who don't fit their narrative? Isn't that curious to anyone other than me about why this is happening? And then, you know, we, we think about these these corporate media outlets. I mean, they're supposed to be trusted authorities, right? They're supposed to, there's this brand that we're supposed to trust, right? If you have a, a regular person, me, for example, telling you things, but then 
you know, I'm not as authoritative as a brand, right? A corporate media giant, let's say. But when we start to look at those corporate media giants and we look at the messages, again, there is one narrative. There's one narrative. That's all there is. And then people like me or people like, you know, individuals in general who are talking about other angles or asking other questions, they're getting censored. They're getting shut down. Doesn't that make you wonder? Doesn't that make you wonder? Why is that happening? Right? And then we have on the other the, the other side of that after the, you know, the, the the one narrative, right? We have the social media controls with the censorship, right? Facebook and Twitter shutting people down, making people, um, you know, putting people's accounts on hold. And, um, and, and then you get Hollywood on top of that, right? Hollywood enforces the message. Hollywood tells you you're an idiot if you don't wear a mask. Hollywood tells you this. Hollywood tells you that as if there is some authority over your you and your life. And for the longest time, we've listened, right? We've listened to all of that. We've we believed it. We've bought into it. We didn't really question it. And as I think most of us are starting to see that it, this for what it is, which is truly propaganda. It's been we've been told propaganda from the beginning. We've been sold a bill of lies. We've been we've been told things that weren't true. And it's difficult to come to terms with that, that what we believed was our reality maybe isn't the truth. And I've been struggling with that also as I've come to terms with a lot of this stuff. And it's not easy to take. And it takes some processing and it takes some willingness to open your mind. And it takes some willingness, I think, to be brave enough to accept that and, and and be open to it and with your own healthy dose of skepticism, right? Like, of course, skepticism is warranted with anything, right? With, with any of this, any, anything I'm telling you, be skeptical. You should be. But the, the whole point of this and what I think what we're seeing, like with this collective consciousness, what's happening right now and with this, what I said earlier about something epic being in progress is that people are waking up to this. Like people are waking up to the stories that they've bought in over the years. They're waking up to all of these, this, this, this list of things that I went through, right? The censorship, the riots, the, the trial trafficking, the pedophilia, the, the narrative, the one narrative by the corporate media, this what's really going on with the virus and why and in the lockdowns and the wildfires and defunding the police and then the forced isolation that's put everybody in. I mean, as you know, I live in Nashville. You can look in the, in any any source of news and see what's happened here recently with our mayor suppressing the numbers, suppressing the numbers of Cases being spread through bars and restaurants, which was never told. It was told, but it wasn't told in a way that really told the full story. It was purposefully suppressed. And with that suppression, it caused further strict lockdowns on bars and restaurants in Nashville. And those bars and restaurants make their money from tourism. Musicians make their money from people coming to their shows. The bars and restaurants make money from people showing up. Tourism is a big thing here. And it's been shown that our mayor lied about that and hid that. And, and the question is why? why? What, what honorable reason could he have to do that? And I think with, with all of this, again, with this, this what we see on the surface is causing people to ask these questions, right? It's causing us to move past our cognitive dissonance and wonder what's the agenda? 
Why is someone doing this? Why is everyone doing this? Why is there only one narrative? What's what's really going on here? And it's like I said, if this is new to you, I I understand this can be off-putting. I understand you can want to shut this off and never listen to me again and call me whatever you want, but it's not going to stop it from happening. And once you know, once you have started down this path, um, you're going to start to become more awakening, awakened and you're, you're not going to be able to unsee it. You're not going to be able to continue to ignore this. We're, we're all at a place. 2020 is forcing us to face ourselves. I've talked about that on here before. It's forcing us to face ourselves. But we have the choice also in that. We don't have to face ourselves. We can go on blindly. We can go on, like I talked about at the beginning, ignoring what doesn't feel good. And you have that choice. You can do that. You have that option. Um, but I've just recently came to a point with, with myself and with um, where I'm at that I can't do that anymore and I can't pretend that that's where I'm at. And so that's why I'm talking about that on the show. And that that's the, why I'm doing the shift that I am with the show. And so, I, you know, another part of this, I think that, you know, we, like I said, we have to, you, us, me, all of us, we have to see it to believe it, right? We have to see, we, we can't, we wonder maybe why this is happening. Why isn't God coming in to fix this? Or why isn't X, Y, and Z coming in to fix this, right? And I, I truly believe that we have to see this for ourselves to believe it in order to raise consciousness. Because I believe that's what this is about. We're, as a collective, our consciousness is moving into a different um we're, enough is enough with this. We're we're moving into this this higher state where we are things like these ongoing wars, right? That nobody understands why they're happening and um, is sick of them. Frankly, it is is things like this are people are becoming awakened to this and people are sick of it. And I think that this that's what this is really about. As painful as it is, as painful as it's been for all of us to go through this, I don't think we could have went through it any other way. We couldn't have had somebody come in and rescue us or somebody come in and save us. We had to see it all for ourselves. And so the last piece of this that I wanted to talk about today was, okay, so we've seen what's going on around us, right? We can visually see this, but what's going on behind the scenes, right? What's going on behind the scenes energetically with this, um, this great awakening, right? This 2020 vision, this, this, um, that's the best way I know how to describe it. The great awakening, this, this seeing more clearly. And I, and I go back to what I talked about at the beginning of the show about the active or passive law of attraction, right? Because if we think about things energetically and why we called this in and, um, you know, we could go down tons of rabbit holes with that, but I think energetically, if we think about this, there's, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes, I think, than we, than we know about, than we realize. And, and we have a choice in this. We, we have to decide, are we going to choose to believe the light or are we going to choose to believe the dark? Because what I think is happening is we are protected. We are protected by these energetic sources these 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 energies um that are bigger than us right more into those those um realms that are however you want to say it in the spiritual world if you want to say it in 
there's many things being tossed around right now that we'll get into in later episodes, but this great awakening is it's causing us to restore our faith in ourselves. It's causing us to question everything. It's causing us to no longer accept being told that we're going to have to figure this out for ourselves. We're going to have to find our own truth, question everything, trust yourself and find your truth. Those to me are what 2020 is about learning and what that means individually for you, what that means individually for you. We're talking about this great awakening of awakening from the programming that we've had for so many years, right? Awakening from this propaganda that we've been, we've been indoctrinated with since we were young, right? Like relearning everything, right? Learning to live again, the show that I did, um, learning to live again because that's what it feels like in and re, re, realizing that most of what we've been told was a lie and that we've been told and we've been we've been um led to believe that we don't have any power right that we need to wait for someone to save us that we need that everything is outside of us and, and that's just not true that 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 is just simply not true we have it all within us it's all we just have forgotten we just don't know we just haven't slowed down long enough to see that or accept that or even allow ourselves to feel that or maybe even believe that and i think that you know we're gonna be moving forward into this place where we're all realizing that we're all one in this right it's no longer political parties against each other it's no longer races against each other it's no longer religions against each other it it has to be that we are all one we 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 are all one we have our own power we have the power within us we we can decide right and and you know this 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 whole thing that i'm talking about is it, it can be so difficult because it's not mainstream right now right we're so used to being programmed by the mainstream in in having this different way of thinking and, and, and questioning things, right? It can, it can cause so much inner oil because we're, we're, we're not following the comfort of the crowd anymore, right? We're, our, our critical thinking, like when we start down that path of critical thinking, it can be a lonely path. But I, I, I believe that we're at a point where something epic is in progress and there's a lot more going on behind the scenes energetically than what we can see and only through this this turmoil and this disruption and this this activity that's happening that leads us to question everything that we as people will actually find the strength to challenge and break that system of control right to break that system that we're so used to that never has served us and in in that way we will actually be free and I <laughs> I know this is a lot. I know this is heavy. I know this is a definitely a different direction than I've been taking the show in before, but it's time. It's time that I went here. It's time that I talked about these things. It's time that you heard these things from me. Um and again, you know, you don't have I don't want you to believe everything that I'm saying. I want you to question everything. I want you to trust yourself and I want you to find your truth, whatever that is, because your truth and my truth may not be the same thing. And that's OK. But that doesn't mean either of us are wrong. Right. We've talked about this before. We each get to believe and decide and find our own truth. And before I wrap up today, I, I will say that this discovery, this path that you're going to embark on after listening to this, 
is going to take you places you might wish you wouldn't have went. It's going to take you places that you are going to be in disbelief for a period of time. And that's okay. And, but this isn't something that someone can tell you. It's something that you have to discover on your own. It's gonna, you're, you're going to be led to things that are going to lead you to the next thing, that are going to lead you to the next thing, that are going to... Your real job is to just keep asking the questions. And I truly believe that's happened for me over the past three to four weeks that if you keep asking the questions, the answers are going to come to you. So we're going to keep talking about this on upcoming shows. We're going to sort this out. We're going to unpack it. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. This isn't a bad thing. I'm actually really excited about this. I think where we're going is so much better than where we've been. I think there's just so much happiness and excitement. I know you can't see it now. I know it. I know. But I promise you this isn't the end state. This is not the end state. It just isn't. So I I think good things are coming and um, we're going to keep exploring that and we're going to keep talking about it on the show. All right. So um, I'm still keeping the songs with the show. I've got two good songs I want to talk to you about this week that really, really hit home with this. Um, but before I do that, I want to tell you, I have moved off of most mainstream social media, so I'm not posting to Facebook and um, Instagram, or I haven't posted to Twitter for a while, but I'm not posting to those anymore. Um, I have hated those platforms for quite some time. I was, I didn't want to do it, so most of the time I didn't. And so I never really felt I had much of an audience interaction for that reason. So I've moved over to Parlor and I've moved to Mayway and I also have a Telegram channel to interact with, um, you know, to interact outside of the show. Um, I feel so much better about moving to those platforms, uh, censorship free. I, not only that, but I, I feel at home. I feel like I've, I've finally, cause it felt to me like a double standard. Like I hate these platforms yet I'm still posting to them, right? Like that to me was a double standard and it didn't feel good and I didn't like it. So, um, I've moved to those platforms. I'll put the links in my sh- in the show notes for Parler, Mayway, and Telegram. If you're new to Telegram, this is probably my most favorite method of communication now. Um, Telegram is an app. It's similar to, uh, kind of has the same interface as WhatsApp, and but you can create these Telegram channels and you can create Telegram groups. And the Telegram channels, if you join the channel, it allows you to see information. It's like a micro blog, I would say. So it's like real time information. And then the channel is, it allows us to interact in the channel. So you can comment, I can comment, and it's a great way to interact. So both of the channel, the channel and the group are called create what you speak. It's on my website. I will link to it in the show notes. Also, I hope you join me on there. Um, it's to me, it's just such a much better way to consume information. It's not sorting through all the shit that you don't want to see. It's actually giving you exactly what you want to see. Um, a lot of people are moving to that for censorship reasons, especially people that are getting censored. They know they're going to be taken down. And so they're they're moving there. And um, so that's where I'm at. And I'm loving it. And so I hope you join me on there. Um, all right. So I think that was all I wanted to tell you today. I know that was a lot. Um, I would love, love, love to know what you think. So Join me on the social media sites I mentioned. Join me on Telegram. We can talk about it. You can email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. And I've added some updates to my website. I've now got a page for every blog or for every podcast. So if you are interested in, you can comment on there. You can, um, you know, if you have thoughts, all the links are in there. You can listen directly from there. I link to all the players from there. So much better setup. And I think it's going to help streamline things a lot more. All right. I think. Okay, so I do think that's it for today. I'll talk about the shows really quick, and then that's it for us for today. So, all right, our episode today was called 
where do we go from here? And we went a lot of places today. We went all over the place. We went from talking about the different types of law of attraction, active to more passive. We talked about how that plays into um, what we see today with the collective consciousness, with something epic being in process. And then I brought it home with really talking about what's happening behind the scenes energetically. And much more to come on this. It's going to be fun. I hope you guys are excited. I know it's hard to find excitement right now, but um, that's my goal with this is to take us places that maybe we're not thinking we can go right now. All right. So songs this week. Um, Intro song is called I Go Through by OAR. OAR, I, I think I've played them on here before. I can't remember, but there was a song back when I was in college called Crazy Game of Poker. And it was like every college age person's song. Like that was a great party song. Everyone loved it. I still love that song. Um, but the song today, I go through. So there's the lyrics that made me feel so much related so much to what we're, what's going on right now. It, it, it goes like this. You break my legs, then make me walk. You seal my lips and demand I talk. You blind my eyes, then ask me if I like what you drew. You go round and around it, you go over and under, I go through. Right? You go round and around, you go over and under, and I go through. And that that line, I go through, that that's re- that reminds me of what's happening right now, right? Like I feel like for myself, I've I've tried to go around and around everything, like I talked about, with with avoiding it, not feeling the emotions, pretending it wasn't there, focusing on something else. But the screaming got too loud and it can't do it anymore. And Right now, that's where we, at least where I am, I, I imagine most of you listening are probably there too, where we're going through it. And we're going to go through it together, and it's going to be good, I promise. And all right, so the closing song is called Used to Be by Matt Nathanson. So the, the lyrics of this song that I like was, um, he talks about, I think, you know, it's talking about a relationship. Uh, I think a, a, a relationship that he misses and he wants back. And he talks about when we were young and we were free and all your friends were friends with me. And he talks about, um, I've got a king size bed and a PhD in the way it used to be, right? Like I have an education in the way it used to be. Like I'm an expert in the way it used to be. And I think that that's, that's what was getting me stuck in a lot of this and in deciding what to talk about on the show was this, PhD in the way it used to be, right? We're all used to the way it, it used to be. And we're all going through this. We're, we're going, we're not going around it and over and under it anymore. We're going through and we have this, the way it used to be, isn't the way it's going to be anymore. It's different, right? It's changing and we hold on to it and, and we, we're, we get stubborn and we live in the past, right? And, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong, but if you want to, if you're ready and you want to, if you're tired of fighting it, if you want to release the resistance of it, if you want to go participate in the Great Awakening, participate in that 2020 vision, if you're ready for what is epic and what's in progress, I think letting go of the way it used to be and no longer going over it and under it and around it, but going through it is um, is the way to go. That, that's my opinion. That's my thoughts. And I'll leave you with this to remember to question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. When we were young and we were free And all your friends were friends with me Swimming in our clothes when the beach was closed Midnight on New Year's Eve And if you're having trouble, baby Holding on to memories I got a king-size bed and a PhD In the way it used to be Got a king-size bed and a PhD in the way it used to be.